Well, you made it. You might not know that you made it, but, but you made it. Today is the last Sunday of 2020. Next week, we're going to start a whole new year of Sabbaths, and we're going to start a whole new year of adventure, and you made it all the way to the end of 2020. And there were moments when you didn't think 2020 would ever end. And so this morning, on this Christmas weekend, we want you to know that you can celebrate the fact that Jesus Christ is born in Bethlehem, and because of that, you can find new hope in your life. And I just want to let you know that that new hope, that new hope is, is something that can change everything in the way that you live. I grew up in a family where my father was a kind of a bigger-than-life figure. He, he had been a Division I college athlete. He, he was the first person from his, his family to go to college. He, he had worked his way up. It was almost a, one of those Horatio Alger stories from, from rags to riches in, in his life. And, and when I became his firstborn son and then my brothers were born, there was this sense in our family of, of gratitude and to God for all that he had done. And, and then my father's life uh, progressed to the point of him being the president of a college. And, and then the grandkids came along. And, and, and I remember on days like today, the, the Sunday after Christmas, there would be this, this time in our family where we would kind of thank God. In fact, it, it, in my mind, it kind of goes to this, this memory that I have of my father uh, sitting in a, in a recliner in one of the living rooms, either mine or one of my brother's or their own, where our family had gathered over the holiday season. It would be that moment after the, after the meal and after the excitement and all the opening of presents and grandkids are, are playing on the floor and my father would normally have a cup of coffee and be sitting in that, in that lounge chair and kick up the, the, the recliner just a little bit and have this look on his face. And I remember one year looking at him and said, Dad, what, what are you thinking about? And, and, he, and he said, you know, Every year when this happens, I remember my growing up years. I remember when, when Christmas didn't mean tons of packages and lots of presents. And, and I remember when it was just a simpler time. And, and then I look at my grandchildren and I, and I think about the fact that, you know what? God has blessed my life in such an amazing way to be able to see what what He can do when you give Him control of your life. Maybe it's because this is my first Christmas as a grandfather, and, and I got to watch my infant granddaughter this Christmas. She doesn't open packages yet. She's only a few months old. But, but in my mind, there is this amazing blessing because of Vera's birth in our family this year. And I'm standing here today on this last Sunday of a very, very eventful year, and I'm thinking to myself, God, all those boxes, they're empty. But my goodness, my heart is full. And so this morning, I, I, I want you to know that, that your heart can be full. I want you to know that, that even in the emptiness of unfulfilled dreams, even in the difficult days that we've been through with COVID-19, the days we're still going through, your heart can be full. Because Christmas, 
Christmas is about, about filling your heart with the presence of God, about filling your heart with an awareness of what God can do in you and through you. And, and today, I, I, I just want to remind you of that. And I want to use a story, a story out of the life of Jesus. It, it's a story that only the writer Luke includes. It's not included in Matthew or Mark or John. Only this one place in the Scriptures is this story mentioned for us. And, and it's mentioned about Jesus, not when He's a baby and not when He's a man, but, but when He's when he's a boy and his family, his family, well, they were going through what every family in their village went through at that point in time. Listen, as I read for you the story from Luke chapter 2, I'll start reading at verse 41. Now, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up according to the custom. And when the feast was ended, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it. But supposing him to be in the group, they went a day's journey. But then they began to search for him among the relatives and acquaintances. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem searching for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them, and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us like this? Behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. And Jesus said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? And they did not understand the saying that he spoke to them. And he went down with them, came to Nazareth, and was submissive to them. And his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. I, I share that story with you on this Sunday when the boxes are empty and our hearts are full so that you can join me on a journey. Next Sunday, we're going to launch a new series that's going to talk about into the unknown because none of us knows what 2021 is going to hold. We're praying it'll be better than 2020, but we don't really know. And so on this last Sunday in 2020, I want us to, to let our hearts be filled. And this story, this story fills our hearts with a, with a, a process, if you would, that, that would allow us to see more of who God is, allow us to discover more of, of what He wants to do in our life. Because when Christmas fills your heart, it fills your heart with the journey of faith. See, that's that's what was going on when Joseph and Mary and Jesus and the whole village went up to the Feast of Passover in Jerusalem. It, it wasn't just that they were going up for a religious holiday. No, no. This was every year. It was their custom. Every year they would, they would go from their little village up to Mount Zion. 
up to Jerusalem, up to the temple, to, to be there for Passover, to celebrate what God had done in the past, what God had done for their people, and what God promised. Because you see, part of that Passover was not only the, the celebration of the release from Egypt that had happened long before they were born, but it was also the promise of the Messiah. And while Mary and Joseph knew the promise that had been made about the boy that traveled with them, nobody else did. And and Christmas, the Christmas you experienced this year, it's designed to let us know that God is with us and that, and that He wants to journey with us. But it's a, it's a journey. And in this setting, in this story, it's a journey that Mary and Joseph didn't make by themselves. It's a journey that, that they made together, and they did it regularly. See, I, I want to I say something to you. I'm so grateful for all of you who have every week found a way to worship. Oh, some of you at 9 and 11 when we stream live. Others of you sometime in the day on Sunday. And, and many of you throughout the week have found a place in your world, in your time frame to, to set aside to, to worship with us digitally. And in a few weeks, we're going to be able to come back together. Sometime in 2021, we will fill this room with people again. I promise you, sometime we're going to worship together without mask. Sometime we're going to, we're going to worship together and sing the songs of Zion again. And we're, we're going to sing them and hear others. Some of you are so tired of hearing your family sing. But, but there's a day coming, a day coming when we will make the journey of faith, but I want you to know you don't have to wait on that day. You don't have to wait on that day to make faith a part of your everyday life. See, maybe that's part of what God has intended for all of us to learn in 2020, is that the traditions that we've built and the patterns that we've established that those, while they are good for us, like they were good for Mary and Joseph and, and Jesus and the others in the village to, to go as they were accustomed to going up to Jerusalem for the Feast of the Passover, that, that's good. But what's better? What's better is that, is that that faith journey happens every day. Listen again to the way Luke records the story. Now, his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up according to custom, according to their pattern, according to what had happened. See, I, I want to say just a word to you who are parents today. I want to I say a word to you who have, who have children at home whether they're in preschool or elementary or middle school, we're praying harder for you who have kids in middle school, for high school students. I, I want to I ask you, mom and dad, what kind of pattern are you establishing for your children? What kind of faith journey are you leading your family on, dad? What kind of faith journey are you walking into even if you're a single mom, even if you're a single dad, 
If you've got children in your home, I want you to, I want you to hear that in 2021, there needs to be a place in your life for the journey of faith so that you will see, so that you will experience the God who fills our heart with the birth of His Son and so that your children will see. When, uh, when I was a kid, my father was pastoring a church in West Texas, a town called Big Spring. My youngest brother was a preschooler. And on one particular Sunday, uh, we, we were gathering at the Sunday dinner table. My mom, my dad, my, my younger brother, who's only a couple of years younger than me. And, and we looked around and, and my mother said, where, where is Kelly? Kelly was the baby. Kelly was the young one. He was the preschooler. My brother Kevin looked at me and said, I, I thought he was with you. I, I looked at him and said, I thought he was with you. My, my mother said to my father, I, I thought he was with you. And then suddenly we heard Kelly crying, walking down the sidewalk toward our house. Fortunately, it was a, a church parsonage that was next door to the church. And as we heard this little boy crying, and we opened the door to see this member of our family with tears streaming down his face, we said to him, Kelly, where have you been? He, through sniffles and, and tears, said, well, I fell asleep when Dad was preaching this morning, and when I woke up, everybody was gone from the church, and I was all alone in the church, and the lights were out. And we couldn't imagine the terror that he felt because in that particular church, there were no windows. There were no windows on the front or the sides of the church. The only light that could get in through the, through the doors at the back of the church, there were small windows, maybe six inches high, maybe four inches wide. And he said, when I woke up, and I realized where I was, I simply followed the light out the door and came home. There was a moment of deep relief in my family that nothing harmful had happened to Kelly. And over the years, we've talked about that story a lot in our family about how as a family we got so wrapped up in, in the traditions we had that we all forgot about another member of the family. Moms, dads, that's why I'm asking you to be sure as you leave 2020 behind and head into 2021 that you... Remember that Christmas is designed to fill your heart with a faith journey. A journey that has sacred spaces, yes. A, a journey that has patterns and customs, yes. But, but, but a journey of faith, not ritual. Uh, a journey of relationship, not religion. Uh, a journey that, that can grow you and grow your children. So, Yes, provide the structure, provide the security, provide the, the wisdom that your children need. But I want to encourage you, let them see your faith grow. Let them watch you grow 
as a man of God, as a woman of God. Let them see what's taking place in your life. Jesus' mom and dad, Joseph and Mary, were so caught up in the religious custom that they just assumed Jesus was with them. You've got to get a picture if you, if you don't understand. When, when the people from Nazareth went up to the feast of the Passover, Jerusalem was filled to the brim with people. There were people everywhere in Jerusalem. It was very, very crowded. And so this Nazarene village, they would all stay together and they would, the family members would be together and, and they would make this a time of celebration. And, and as they as they went up to Jerusalem and they worshiped together and they took the Passover meal as families together and then they came back home, they came together. And so it was not uncommon for the children in one nuclear family to be involved with the extended family. And so it was not uncommon for a little boy 12 years of age who had made the trip 12 different times now to, to play with aunts and uncles and cousins and be in someone else's care. And, and so that's what Mary and Joseph assumed until they, until they got to the first stopping place. And when they got to the first stopping place, they, they realized that in their custom and in their religious ritual, they had left out the presence of their son. And so they began to do what any parent would do. They began to, to look for their child. They began to look to see, where is Jesus? Who's got Jesus? Where's, where is he at? And they began to ask throughout the, whole, throughout the whole crowd. And listen to what happened. As they asked, they, they discovered something. They discovered that Jesus wasn't with them. You see, it's not enough to just fill your heart with a journey of faith. You've got to fill your heart with people of faith. People who share the values you share. So here Mary and Joseph frantic looking for their son supposing him to be in the group, verse 44 of Luke chapter 2. But when they began to search for him among the relatives and acquaintances, and when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem searching for him. Here's the part that gets me. After three days, after three days, for three days, Mary and Joseph Mary and Joseph couldn't find Jesus. For three days, Mary and Joseph lived in that parental panic that we, we have a child for whom we are responsible and we can't, we can't find him. It was bad enough in my family when it was 30 minutes with my brother Kelly. I can't imagine three days. Some of you know that panic, though. Some of you have children who have wandered far away from the faith and for three days and three months and three years and three decades. Some of you. Some of you have been searching for the child again. You've been praying. Your hearts have been broken. This, this Christmas Sunday 2020, this 
this time of preparation for a brand new year. I, I pray that, that you will discover that you're not alone. I pray that in 2021, you will discover that not only is it about your personal faith, but it is about people of faith, people who come alongside of you, people who walk with you, people who uplift you, people who cry with you, people who listen to you. Mary and Joseph were in a city full of people, and they're looking for their son, and their heart is distressed. It's no wonder when they found him that Mary looked at Jesus and said, Son, why did you do this to us? Jesus was totally oblivious because he was so focused on what he was supposed to be about. You see, even at 12 years of age, Jesus understood who was really in charge of his life. In the midst of the people of faith, on the journey of faith, Jesus remembered where his faith was to be placed. I, I really want to invite you to do that in this closing of 2020 and the opening days of 2021. I, I want to remind you of where your faith is to be. Because I, I think for many of us, we've experienced in the last several months questions about where faith ought to lie who we should trust, what we should believe. And what I want you to know from God's Word is that you have a heavenly Father, and in His house, He dwells, and He is trustworthy. And people of faith and the journey of faith can connect you. They can help you see. But nothing, nothing prepares you like His Son. Listen again. As I read for you the, inter the interaction between Jesus and his parents in verse 48 of Luke chapter 2, when Jesus' parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, son, why have you treated us this way? Behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. And Jesus said to them, why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? They did not understand the saying that he spoke to them. But he went down with them from Jerusalem back to Nazareth. And he was submissive as a son to them. And his mother treasured up all those things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. Jesus, the Jesus who had dialogued at 12 years of age with scribes and Pharisees and religious teachers who had asked questions and, and given answers and, and had all the wisdom of the world. He was the son of God, but he willingly, he willingly stayed on the journey. For you see, the, the journey of faith and the people of faith, they always lead us to these sacred spaces. Notice, I, 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 didn't, I didn't say sacred places. I said sacred spaces. Sacred spaces for faith to grow. 
sacred spaces for faith to develop. This, this, this year, as we close out 2020 and head into 2021, into the unknown, I want you to know that in the midst of the unknown, there is one who is known because he was born in a manger and he lived among us and he he is the one you can trust he will introduce you to the people of faith he will bring you into the places of grace he will grow you on the journey these are the things that fill my heart when the boxes are empty and so I ask you this morning I ask you, whenever you watch this stream, I ask you to take a minute and ask yourself, what's filling your heart when the boxes are empty? What are you doing, mom and dad? What are you doing, sons and daughters? How are you growing? How are you walking? Where is your faith? Where is your trust? Where are the sacred spaces where you must be about your heavenly Father's business.